On today's show, how do the profit margins of automakers compare to other industries? Car sales continue to shine in the U.S. and what Mazda designers do before every vehicle program starts. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for August 4th of 2015. Car sales in the U.S. continue to surge in July. According to Wards, automakers sold 1.5 million vehicles last month, a 5% gain. That helped push the SAR to 17.5 million units. Tesla had the largest gain in July, up 66%. Mitsubishi was also up a strong 24%, and Audi followed with a 21% gain. Volvo was up nearly 15%, and Subaru rounds out the top five with a 10.5% gain. While most automakers saw their sales increase, there were a few that struggled. Mazda saw the largest dip last month, with sales slipping 7%. Daimler fell by 2%, while its German rival BMW posted a slight decrease. Toyota was up in July, but just barely. Once again, CUVs and trucks helped boost sales. The only car segment to post a gain was the midsize segment. And while Toyota and BMW didn't fare so well in July in the U.S., the two automakers are on solid financial ground. Both automakers posted their recent earnings, and the results are pretty good. Let's look at Toyota first. Despite a 5% drop in sales, the company's revenue hit $57 billion, a gain of 9% compared to the previous year. Its operating profit came in at $6.2 billion, also a 9% increase. And Toyota's net profit jumped 10%, coming in at $5.3 billion. Toyota's sales were up in North America, but it wasn't enough to offset losses in Europe and Asia. The automaker was also helped out by a weak yen. But BMW's numbers show why it's so important to have a strong luxury brand. The German automaker sold 1.1 million cars in the first half of 2015, up nearly 8%. Its revenue surged nearly 20%, clocking in at 45 billion euros. Its earnings before interest and taxes were up 7.5%, hitting 5 billion euros, and its net profit was up slightly, coming in at 3.3 billion euros. And still to come, automakers need to work on their profit margins, and Chevy reveals the fuel economy of the new Volt. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by. Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Sergio Marchione, the CEO of Fiat Chrysler, complains that car companies generate dismal profit margins compared to other industries. And he's right. Car companies have an average net profit margin of only 5%. While Google is at 22%, Apple is at 23%, and Coca-Cola at 25%. But compared to other industrial companies, the automakers are not out of line. Boeing has a profit margin of 4.5%, Caterpillar is at 6%, and John Deere is at 8%. And yet you don't hear anyone complaining that they're not generating high enough margins. It's kind of misleading to compare the auto industry to sectors that are not capital-intensive. And while the autos do need to work on their margins, they are right in line with other industrial companies. Well, all the numbers have been tallied and the results are in. 
The 2016 Chevy Volt will have an EPA-estimated EV range of 53 miles, while its range extender is rated at a combined 42 mpg. That gives the Volt an overall driving range of 420 miles. Chevy said that customers wanted more EV range, so that's what they're getting. 13 more miles, which is a nearly 40% increase. Hey, make sure you check out our coverage of the car management briefing seminars. John is interviewing executives from General Motors and Penske Logistics today. So keep checking out Autoline.tv as we post the latest interviews from the conference floor. And coming up next, how Mazda strips a vehicle down to its purest form before the program ever gets off the ground. Why Tucson? There's the 17-inch alloy wheels, a panoramic sunroof, and the rear-view camera. And if that's not enough reasons, the touchscreen nav can help you find a few more. The Hyundai Tucson. When it comes to designing a vehicle, I've often wondered, where is the starting point? As it turns out, at least for Mazda, a vehicle starts out in its purest elements with what's called a speed form. Here's Mazda design manager Ken Sayward to better explain it. Before we start every program, we develop these speed forms. And the idea and the thinking behind it is, if we create this movement and this energy in a form, we don't have to worry about lamps or windshields or mirrors or wheels. We can just create this pure form. And what we do in that pure form is we develop a proportion to get the movement and the energy of the, of the design going without any restrictions from a package. And it frees the designers up to really be creative and to get a real energy and like a movement into the design. After seeing the CX-3 speed form for the first time, I could really start to understand why they're used. Designers can easily change even the smallest crease, bend or curve to see how it will affect the light bouncing off of it and how that may change the overall look of a vehicle. And as someone who doesn't necessarily have an eye for design, I think it's always cool to take a glimpse inside that world. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and thanks for making us a part of your day.